the Big Fella Podcast. Talking everything NFL. Hi, I'm Baldy, and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the Big Fella, and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week, we'll be talking football, and as you'd expect, I know quite a lot. And I know f*** all. So subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the Big Fella. So, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to uh, Baldy and the Big Fella. It is... Uh, the big fella and this is week 15 so you are very very welcome that means I've got to uh, do the decent thing and uh, it's not just a one man show there's two of us so I am like I said uh, the big fella and my esteemed colleague to my right is the bald fella hello sir hello sir how are you doing Uh, you know what I'm alright I'm considering Good, good, good. Considering, you know, um, well, we, we're obviously going to get onto it, aren't we? I'm, I wasn't going to mention it until you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, week 15, uh, well, yeah, week 15 for us, isn't it? It's podcast 15, so we've done it every week, so week 15. Yeah, week 15. Uh, so, yes, hopefully we'll have some fun this week, uh, shall we? Let's do it. This week on Baldy and the Big Fella. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you're listening, you probably know the Jags The Jags lose. How did it feel compared to, say, a couple of years ago when the Borough missed the playoffs on the last last day of the season? This was worse. Everybody was comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit like that. Hi, I'm Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to The Big Fella. Hi, we're the Roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy and the Big Fella. Uh, so there you go, as always, a packed show uh, we've got for you this week, uh, like I said, week 15. If you do want to uh, uh, get in touch with us, followers, you can do, we say every week, but you know what, we need to spread the love of Baldy and the big fella. It's just two good mates talking about a sport that they really like, well, love. Uh, so yes, it is Baldy and TBF, and that is across X. Instagram and uh, Facebook, and you can also email us. It is Baldy and TBF at Outlook.com. Right, okay, so shall we get on with it then? Come on then, uh, Baldy. What are we doing first? Well, one thing I think we need to kind of judge where we are in the season. You know, we always talk about the business end. I mean, we're absolutely <laughs> yeah, the at business. the business end now. It, can I just say it is the business end because, uh, you know, in the, in the UK, uh, when we take a dog out for the walk, they like to do their business, and that refers <laughs> to a certain... We're not at that end. We, yeah, well, I am certainly that. I went, my team's at that end anyway. But anyway, sorry. Well, go, well, go, go, come go, on to that. How yeah. many games do you think we've had this season so far? Oh, how many games? <laughs> uh, oh, do you know what? I think I know that. Go on, then. Are we on... If you get within 10, I'll be very impressed. Oh, oh sorry, games as in not weeks, games. How many players... Yeah, how many teams... Oh, are, how many, games how many, in total. Yeah, yes. Oh, good great. Uh, 65. 272. No, ha- what? And I've watched half of them. <laughs> <laughs> and would you believe we've only got 13 left? Oh, dear me. What are we going to do? What are you going to do out there in... Podcast listening land. Good grief. I'm sure we've got plenty for the off-season. I think we have as well, absolutely. But, but can I tell you, last week we got some really good feedback on it. you know our fight song? Is that with Jim Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. It was so... I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I had a little listen. I mean, you shouldn't listen to your own podcast, <laughs> but I had a little listen to it. <laughs> and you know what? At least five of the last seven nights, I've tried to get to sleep on a night, and all I've had going through my head was our... Yes, that one. This one! Do you know what? This could be your new team, though. I reckon. I reckon. You know what? How many teams have you got now? Can you count on one hand? Or can you count on two hands? I have two, but I have seen this team about eight times. So hey, what can I say? Listen, let's come in. Look. This is just YMCA. It's beautiful. Though. It's, it's a beautiful. Song. It's, it's got to be the village people. Anyway, so that was go. last week's episode. Yes. 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 <laughs> So yes, so that was so. I mean, yeah, I loved I love listening to those songs as well, and we must do more. There must be some more. Oh yeah, there's there's one. There's at least one or two for every team. Right, okay, so we'll, that, we'll that's the plan. That. That's the plan. Then. Um, other feedback. We know we talked about players' names. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. I've I've had a great time looking at. <laughs> there's there's a website that tells you every single player in the NFL. Right. Can I just stop you? What you've just said. Right, you've, you've you have just said I will quote you. I've had a great time looking at players' names on I know, a website. But there's some fantastic I've had a great news. time. 
Go on. Fella, I'm only going to tell you the ones beginning with A and B. Actually, not. Before I do that, how many Chris's do you think they're in the NFL? Bear oh. in mind, you're a 50-year-old fella. Chris isn't a popular name, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, uh, do you know what? Isn't it a popular name in America? Christopher, uh, do you know what? Christo- I'm sure Christopher is a popular name in America. Yeah. Uh, how many? Give me a clue. How many players um, are there in the it's, NFL? It's double figures, but it's not like... We're not talking 90. 89? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, we'll go... Uh, I thought you were going to say that, actually. No, I'll, I'll go 73. 18. Gee whiz, and, what's and going how many, on? How many, how many marks do you think there are? Uh, 12. Four, <laughs> but there's about five or six Marcuses as well. So. so, have you got then? Come on, then what is the most common name in oh, the NFL? I, I haven't, I haven't oh, done come, come on, on. You, you, can't, you can't sit here and slate my name being 18 times and you're four times and someone could be called certain name 27 I'm times. I'm going to give you though. a good one though, fella. One, in your, one of your previous lives... You've had this name called it, and I think you took offence. But oh. there's a player in called Buddha Baker. Git. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. But not some, Buddha some, from another mother. <clears throat> but he's a big fella as well. He's, I mean, he's probably bigger than I you. I bet he's a big fella. Buddha and all Baker. I mean, you, you, you don't get called Buddha Baker and come out looking like, you know, five foot two and no, 40, 14 pounds, no. you know. No. Anyway, there's a few There's a few interesting names. Just, just a couple of good ones. There's um, We've got. Abraham. Yeah. So there's always there's loads of biblical names. Obviously, NFL players seem yeah. to, to like me. Adi Takunto. Steady on. It's I a know. family show. Well, that's his, that's his name apparently. I think he's from African origin. Right, okay. Adi Tommy. Adi Tommy. My what? He's he's he's, re- he's rehearsed this. I haven't. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> okay, what's his What's his first name? Adi Tommy. Right. Can you do me a favor? Can you mix two names together? Can you do his first name and the quarterbacks for the um, Miami Dolphins? Absolutely not. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to even read these out. Some of these. Uh, um, we had a really good one though. I'm just <clears> trying to. I'm just trying to fit. I'm just a fact. So oh, Elijah, Elijah, uh, yeah. with an A, Elijah. Just to confirm that you had a really good time. Yes. The other night, I looking did. at NFL. Names. You can call me sad if you like, fella, I am, but there you go. I am going to call you that. Anyway, any more feedback? Um, yes, we had some feedback. Well, apparently, so I I got macrame and origami mixed up, so I've been told by one of our listeners. I mean, do you know what macrame is? Do you know what origami is? All I would say, I would hazard a guess that, what's the first one? Macrame. Macrame is the Italian version of our Meccano. <laughs> Not quite, I don't think. Go, and what do you think origami is? So well, I thought it was paper making. Yeah, so I I said macrame for paper making, and a macrame apparently is a technique of tying different kinds of knots to produce decorative items. Okay, a little bit like what the scouts do in that. Yes. but that's t- much more to save lives. And origami's paper making. Yeah, paper, but I, I was knew thinking that. origami was like cutting up trees. You know, well, you see if, if that's I, bonsai. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, Danielson. And the, but the thing is, as well, you see, origami. I would have if I know it's paper making because obviously the, the ki- our kids have got um, these books on how to make certain things. But if I was going to get mixed, if I was going to get origami mixed up with anything it would be oregano or the the, the herb or yeah, whatever I get it is that. so I get that. okay I get anyway that. listen i've got some feedback from you we've had some feedback in uh, and it's uh, anonymous believe it or not oh anonymous have said just want to um comment uh, big fella you were outstanding last week outstanding uh, whereas baldy <laughs> and that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion there, there you go that's what that's what in fact it was a voice note in the same and that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion <laughs> I so think I <laughs> That's who said that. There you go. He's probably commenting on me going yeah, looking for names. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I should have. I should have thought of that. <laughs> so, shirt alert! You sent me during during the games the other day. You sent me about uh, certain shirts that oh, were causing you a bit of bother. Oh, I'm feeling sick. Looking so normally, shirt alert about good shirts, but mm. this was about <clears throat> bad oh, shirts. That is horrendous. What was it, fella? Uh, so that is the Browns versus the Bengals. It, what, well, it's not Bengal. All right, so... Bengals. Bengals, yeah, I keep thinking of, of an Indian takeaway. Not, not, <laughs> the real not Bengal. Too, not too far from me, yeah, the Bengals. Uh, yeah, it just is just... It's just horrific. That, that, to me, is... Uh, it hurts my eyes, and it hurts my eyes... Ju- you know them, them patterns that you get to look at to see if you're colourblind? Yes. It, ju- the, they, that, that picture there makes me feel as sick as one of those colour-blind tests that you get at the opticians. There's too much orange going on, isn't it? Oh, it's... Uh, just, um, and, and look at that as well. What the, You know, the end zone there, it just looks washed out, doesn't it? I it mean, does. that orange has got to be bright orange, and it looks 
horrific. I know. We've got the Bengals wearing black and orange, and that's not too bad mm. on its own, but then you've got the, the, the Browns wearing white and orange, and, and, and imagine glancing, looking for your receiver down the field, yeah. and you see an orange helmet. You're probably getting the wrong one. Well, yeah. They look very it. similar. They shouldn't be wearing that, should they? They shouldn't be really. Yeah. But there was a... Well, there was, a, well, there was ah, another one that was a bit yeah. controversial. So Detroit Lions were mm. wearing their silver shirts. Yeah. As a silver shirt, I love that shirt. I think yeah. it looks lovely. Yeah. But they ruined it by wearing a sky blue helmet. Yeah, I would agree. What would you say, white? It's got to be white, or would you go for the same colour shirt? Um, I, I think I think a silver helmet would look lovely. Yeah, I yeah. think that would be perfect. Okay. okay. But um, but anyway, talk yeah, about shirts. Talk about I mean, shirts. come on then, come on then. Let's talk about shirts. What have you gone on today? Although I can see it. Well, why do you think I've got I've got, I've got my mustard Blake Bottles Jaguar shirt? Why do you think I'm wearing it? <clears throat> Would it be because... Right, okay, I'll give you a couple of options. Number one is that it's a, a really nice shirt. That's number two, but go All on. Right, the, right. and, and the first one is that it's got number five on it and you're still trying to find somebody who can take off the word bottles professionally off the back. And I this do is, want that This doing. is a cry for help. <laughs> I do want that doing, but right. that's not one of the reasons. So the reason why I've got... Look, look fella... I know you're hurting today. I am hurting, yeah. I know you had a really bad weekend, mm. and we'll come on to that later. Yeah. But I thought, what more can you do for come round your mates and have your, have a shirt on, and just for him, I'm putting bottles on for you. So this so you, is me wearing Jags gear. So you've won. You've won. Well, that's great. That, that's, thank you. Second much. reason is, yes, is, <clears throat> is it's one of my favourite shirts it that's is. not named the Raiders or the 49ers. Yeah. And the third reason we're going to come on to a little bit later, because we're going to talk about this fella. Bottles. We are. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so, so we'll do that. Coming up very, very soon. Baldy and the Big Fella. Talking everything NFL. It is Baldy and the Big Fella. And if you do want to like, share, comment, followers, lovers, uh, and all that shenanigans, it is uh, Baldy and TBF on all your socials. That's your Instagram, on your X, and your Facebook. And of course, you can email us. Uh, it is Baldy and TBF at Outlook.com. Right. Uh, let's talk about. Well, you tell me what we're going to talk about. Well, I did say last week that we wouldn't talk about my teams anymore since yeah. one of them's done and the mm. other one's already there, shall we say. Yeah. Let's talk about the teams who might have a chance of getting into the playoffs. Playoffs? What? Playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to annoy you. It's uh... Playoffs? <laughs> so every time you mention... Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Would you, that's Mike Mora from uh, years ago. In, Shall in, I play the actual full clip? Go on, play the full it, clip. It, I think it, it's, yeah, in it, context, it's good. Th- this is really good. He was on, just to get let you know. This is a this is a, a press conference, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably about fifteen years ago where the coach was being asked about the performance of his team, and I think someone said, "What might happen if he get in the playoffs?" <laughs> Here we go. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> so we love the playoffs. Bit. Yeah, there you go. Right. So let's talk about the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was Mike Moore a few years ago. Yeah, he was the Colts coach, yeah. and he was a bit of a character. Yeah. But uh, every time I hear that, it just makes me it makes me laugh. So hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we can hold it together for this. <laughs> so, yeah, I was watching. I was watching the. I was watching the games the other night to see. I, I was concentrating predominantly on the games where teams had a chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> I won't play it. Yeah. Um, I mean, did you see the weather in Baltimore? I don't know. You no, see I it. didn't. Actually, well, another one. It absolutely chucked down again. Every time we watch games that are live from Baltimore, it looks like the weather we get. So really? I mean, it was absolutely chucking it down. Um, so Pittsburgh needed to beat Baltimore. Baltimore resting all their players. You know, last week we talked about rest or rust. Well, absolutely, um, Baltimore went down the rust, um, if you like, the rust line of, yeah, the, yeah. of the discussion. And uh, Pittsburgh needed to win, and then they needed a bit of help from your team the next day, which we'll come on to. Yeah. So, going into the game, TJ Watt is the um, defensive end for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Brother of JJ Watt, an absolute Hall of Famer, now retired. Yeah. TJ Watt led the league with 19 sacks. He he had a he had a decent day, but I don't think he got any more sacks. Yeah. But he was running around chasing um, Huntley, who was the backup Baltimore quarterback who was playing. But rest versus rust, TJ Watt got injured partway through the game, and now apparently is is looking very very dodgy for next week. Got a knee injury. The game finishes Pittsburgh 17, Baltimore 10. So Baltimore lose, Pittsburgh win. 
Pittsburgh now uh, are looking to the next day and looking for some help from the <coughs> game that your team were playing in, which we'll come on to. I then watched a little bit of the Houston Texans against the Indianapolis Colts. So these are the two teams in your division, in Jags' division. So one of them was going to win, yeah. more likely, and one of them was going to lose. The one that lost was going to be out of the playoffs, and the one that won, again, was was probably going to get in, but <coughs> they were going to be waiting on the Jags again the next day. Yeah. Um, it's a really good game, actually. Um CJ Stroud of the Texans is the rookie quarterback. He was playing really, really well. We had Gardner Minshew with his tash on the other side playing for the Colts. Um, you know, it, it was it, it was one of these games. It was a bit back and forth. Houston Houston led, and um, oh, I mean, it was a terror. You remember the other week we talked about that hit on Michael Pittman, the really yeah. bad hit where his head yep. was literally taken off. Yeah, yeah. But he was back. And would you believe he was hardly hardly any time into the game he got absolutely bounced again another head to head hit. The thing is he's going to have a little bit of caution. Surely it, it, it's going to get into your psyche when you've had a bad injury like that anyway. Uh, it, it just I'm sure he must have ducked out or just kind of like anticipated. Just it might have just been a microsecond, but. Just wants yeah. it in your head. I don't think he'll even seen it. It came from his <clears throat> side as well, right, but okay, uh, okay. he went off again, concussion again. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the thing, as it happens, Houston win this game, so it doesn't matter. His, his next game is going to be next August. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was brutal. It was a really funny thing I'd never seen before, though. So it was coming to the end of the third quarter, and um, there was there was a play that I think it was Indianapolis Colts made a play, mm-hmm. and then. The, the, the clock carried on ticking up to the end of the third quarter. The telly went for adverts. They came back. The coach challenged the previous play, won the challenge. So we'd start, we'd gone into quarter four. They went back to the end of the quarter three because they hadn't started making any plays oh, at all in quarter right, four. Okay. So that was really that was a really funny thing I'd never seen. It, it was 17-17 early in, the quarter, in quarter four. Another rookie player for the Houston Texans, a guy called Nico Collins, had nine catches for 195 yards. Amazing diving catch on a throw from CJ Stroud. Um, I mean, it, it was just one of those games where I honestly didn't know who I thought was going to win. Yeah. Um, and it ended up coming down to a play with... Um, so Indianapolis were, were behind Houston and there was a swing pass. You know, remember we were talking last week about yep. swing passes? Yep. There was a swing pass from uh, Gardner Minshew to his running back and the running back drops it on the floor and it's fourth down. And so that's the end of the game. And basically Houston are going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> Right, okay. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, oh, yeah. sorry, I missed my cue. Way off! <laughs> yeah, I, I think you were, you were saying I was doing karate. Yeah, I know, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was one of them games where Houston weren't expected to be here. They, at the beginning of the season, a lot of teams thought they were going to get the number one pick again. Yeah. And uh, they've actually fought their way through quite a difficult season um, and just suddenly found something with a, a rookie quarterback and a rookie wide receiver and a couple of decent players somewhere in the middle of it all. But on the back of those two, they've kind of um, they've kind of got to the point of where where well we'll come on to the Jags in a minute, but you'll probably find Houston Texans are going to be in the playoffs. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So you've just said there we'll probably come onto the uh, onto the Jags. Is, is that is that what I'm anticipating now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we need to talk. I think we need to get this done, mate. I mean, I, yeah. I think I need to... Can I ask you a question? So, Go on. If you're listening, you probably know the Jags The Jags lose. Yeah. Um, so we know you're a soccer fan. You know we, we know you like Middlesbrough. Yeah. You and I have been Middlesbrough fans for years. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. in some respects, we've been through what went, what, what happened at the weekend with the Jags. We've been through this so many times with, with the Borough. Yeah. How did it feel compared to, say, a couple of years ago when the Borough missed the playoffs on the last last day of the season. This was worse. Really? Yeah, it, it was worse. It was worse. And I'll tell you why as well. <clears throat> and, I, and, I, and I certainly don't want to speak uh, certainly out of place because I, I, I can't throw a ball very far, if, if at all, if I'm honest. But when, when I'm obviously sporting Middlesbrough, you, you can... You don't tend to make mistakes. You tend to just be playing a better side, if I'm if I'm honest. So, like, you know, unless a goalkeeper drops it through his hands and it goes to the back of the net or a defender brings a play down for a penalty, I, I think that you're more likely to have a mistake in NFL because of the way that everybody... It's at a faster pace, everybody's coming, everybody's trying to sack the quarterback or just trying to kill him, basically. Yeah. Um, so I think... 
you've got what I'm trying to say really is that football you're a little bit more forgiving when you get beat because you just think well you know what the other team were better yeah. this game with the Jags um, I just thought it was a bit of an anti-climax really maybe I thought that just errors some errors in the game where you just thought you know and I don't know whether they were tactical I think I think I don't think the coach I don't think the coach actually made any tactical errors within the game I think it was more just stupid player errors really yeah I mean I mean bear in mind when we had McKenzie on that time, the Jags were were just coming off a win against the Texans, and they yeah. were eight and three. Yeah, and they finished nine and eight. So they lost five out of the last six games. Mm. It wasn't about this game. I mean, they lost this game. I think they should have won it. I think they could have won it. I think yeah. if they played it again, they probably would win it. But it's just, I mean, Lawrence is. A lot of people are having a go at Lawrence, and I, I want to come on to Lawrence at the end of this. But Lawrence, I think, has been injured for the last four games. He's been playing basically yeah. on one leg with a yeah. dodgy calf, a yeah. dodgy shoulder, mm-hmm. and he's been thrown long. And I think, though, I mean, again, you've got, you know, you, you, what do you say about the talking heads and people like that? I think, as a, as a fan, you've got to be realistic and think, right, you can't have you can't have your cake and eat it. All right, I am the big fella, and I do like to have my cake and eat it. But you can't always have your cake and eat it. You either want to have your better chance with your injured quarterback and go with whatever happens or you want to have a replacement quarterback who's healthy but technically might still not be able to throw the ball better than Lawrence anyway yeah. so so you know it's like i am not i'm not disappointed that Lawrence played i understand that he wasn't he's not being right Mm. And I, th- I don't think that there was a gamble by playing him. I think it was the right thing to do because, you, you know, we, we did get beat and we are out of the playoffs. Now, we could have had another player and got beat and gone out of the playoffs. And then we would have said, well, what if, if Lawrence yeah. had been playing? If Lawrence yeah, had yeah. been playing? So, so for me, it was the right decision to play him. We've got beat and that's that. Yeah, I think you've got to. Yeah, I think that the right thing was to go with Lawrence. I think he's the man who has got you into this position. And whilst he's injured, He's still probably your best option, um, but no, I just—I mean, he threw three three takeaways, three three interceptions, three um, takeaways. I'd have carried, I'd have caught, caught them if, were, <laughs> if one of them was a Chinese and one of them was an Indian. But let's let's go into the game a little bit. So <clears throat> one thing I want to say, I was really disappointed. Jacksonville is six hundred miles from Nashville. Yeah, where were all the Jags fans? Correct. That is a disappointment because do you know what we would have gone, wouldn't we? Absolutely. We, it, let let make no mistake. If 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 we'd have been able to afford it, or me, <laughs> um, I would love to have gone on that game. Well, we once drove from Tampa yeah. to Jacksonville, watched a game, yeah. Jacksonville to Miami, watched a game, Miami back up to Central Florida. That was easily over 600 miles. In yeah, fact, yeah, we did, didn't back we? in the day, we used to go down to London back in the day, that's 500 miles. Yeah, we did. So, we did. I mean, you know, it's... <sighs> You know, we'll come on to the Buffalo game, Buffalo-Miami. Buffalo had more fans in the Miami ground than Miami had fans, right? And that's 2,000 miles away. Yeah. So 1,500 miles away, I think it is, yeah. I get that. It was disappointing. So really, I think Jacksonville Jags fans, they they, they didn't show out. There were some fans in there. But when you could tell when Nashville, when Tennessee were on... Where it were, were on uh, offense, it was quiet, and when Jags were on offense, it was noisy. So it was a Tennessee crowd. Yeah. So I think what was uh, what was surprising is um, Tennessee were up for it, even though they had nothing to play for. I was surprised. They were totally up for the game. I, I really was surprised. I know we've had conversations uh, about about the, what we expected from them, and yeah, there were there were. Uh, it was one of those where I just thought that we would just we would have showed up and we would have. I half expected us to have the same, a similar scoreline that we had the week before. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was I, blindsided I, by that game. I really was blindsided, and I think that's what made it worse. If, it, if we'd have been up, say for instance, we'd have, you know, we'd have got into the playoffs. Playoffs. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, I remember then. Um, if we'd have got into there uh, and got beat by a really good side, fine, I can accept that. But mm. that that performance and that game just absolutely blindsided me. Um, and you know what the really tough thing is now? Um, and this is how much... I didn't think this would... I didn't really think this would be me. But as you know, I do like to watch the 49ers and and, and I've got a soft spot for the Ravens. I'm getting like you, aren't I? I might as well reel them all <laughs> off. Uh, but I'm really thinking on Sunday, I might just not want to watch anything because I'm that gutted <laughs> of 
I would have thought that. Eh? I would I'll have watch him for you, fella. I'll watch him no, for you. No, I will watch him, but I was just... I honestly just thought we would win and get into the playoffs. But you know what? So there's a few things to talk about here, right? So yep. first of all, so the Jacksonville defence didn't turn up. I said to you, I think I texted you halfway through the first quarter and said, the defence is still on the bus. Yeah, you were, absolutely. You'd yeah. already scored 14 points. It was 14-3. Indianapolis had scored, and uh, Derrick Henry was just running through the Jags' defence. I want like, to talk but, about him as well. I want to no talk tackling. about Henry. There, was, there were missing tackles <coughs> all over the place, Yeah, just rolling off him. Um, a big thing, though, for the Jags is, I didn't, re- didn't realise this, so Josh Allen, your top sacker, yep. I think he's had 15 sacks this season, maybe 16, 16 and a half. Um, so it's, he's in a contract year next year. So it's, he, he's, he's had his four years since he's been a rookie. Mm. Next year, they'll, they'll, they'll be, it will be his fifth year. And after that, he's a free agent. So you need to decide whether you're going to keep, hang on to, to Josh Allen. I mean, he's, he's probably the, about, he's about the best defender you've got. A couple of cornerbacks I like and a couple of, couple of safeties. But yeah. Josh Allen's your man, really. I like him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to lose him. But uh, you listen, you, they, they might have somebody else lined mm. up. Or yeah, well, I agree. I agree. You need sorting out. Mm. They also need to make a decision on Travis Etienne. I mean, Travis Etienne, who probably you know he's been a really good running back, but of late. It's probably not been producing the sort of runs we saw at uh, Tottenham. Yeah, true. So uh, he saw at the beginning of the before the game he had 965 yards. All running backs want to get over a thousand yards. That's like a almost like a milestone for a running yeah, back. Yeah. So he actually just got over. He got a thousand and eight, but that only meant that he got 43 on the day. Travis Etienne running 43 yards is never going to do it for you. No, you know. I mean, if you want Lawrence to be able to throw passes, you need to also have the threat of a running back. So you know, I thought I thought again he was disappointing. Derrick Henry, do you want to come on to him now? I'll talk about him. Let's, I just uh, obviously he's you know he's out of contract, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I think he's going to go somewhere as well. He's I know, move. I know, and you know what? He is built like the proverbial, isn't he? I he's would, huge. I would love him. And you know what? One of his touchdowns. So even though he's eighteen stone, I think he's six foot. He's something like six foot four and eighteen stone for Americans. About two hundred and forty pounds. I wish I was eighteen stone. <laughs> <laughs> so. He he was the fifth fastest timed runner when he ran in for that touchdown. So yeah. six for four, eighteen stone. He was running like you know some of the guys who were half yeah. the size of him. Yeah, you know. So he's got to be snapped up. He's, he's a lord. He's an absolute lord. And it'll be interesting to see who does snap him up. Um, bearing in mind that Tennessee, after the game, sacked their coach as well. So even though he'd got his team up, but they had a bad season. Were you know five and I don't know if they finished five and twelve or six and eleven. But uh, Mike Vrabel, ex New England Patriots uh, player, they sacked him. And obviously, there's a talk about whether Belichick stays in New England or gets sacked, moved on, moved to the side. And, and Mike Vrabel comes in. He's a really good coach. He's the sort of coach I would I would like to have in in, in charge can, of the Raiders. Can I just ask you a question? Just regarding um, trading in in NFL. So when we look at soccer, um, there's two transfer windows. Obviously, there's the January transfer window. And there's there was one at the beginning of the season anyway. So like August tr- transfer window. And I know that in NFL they have a draft. Um, what what is the process? When can you start to to trade players and 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 how does that work? So, say for instance, I'm, and, and I'm completely just using a soccer analogy. Would somebody like the Jags get in touch with them and say we quite fancy De- Derek Henry? How much is he? Yeah, they can't do it at the moment. Right, so okay. you've got to wait. Till, so we've got to get past the Super Bowl. Nothing can happen at the moment. So the, the teams are, are static now, right? You can't. Right. There's okay. a there's a couple of ways team players could play for another team. There was one last week. Right. But um, generally, the players are static as it stands at the moment. We've got to get past the Super Bowl. Then there's a date where the new year starts. The new NFL year starts. And then so so there's three three ways you can get new players. Through, yeah. Generally, free agents. So Players are out of contract, so they they no longer have a contract with any team. They can go and play. They could they could go and pick you up, fella, if you want. You know, you can play your centre for the for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's one way. A trade. So if a player is under contract, but the teams no longer want him, and they could do okay. a trade. So they can trade for draft picks. They could trade for players. And who and who who then? I mean, who gets in touch with with other people? Is it the agents? The Sometimes agents? it's the agent right, if the okay. player wants to move. Sometimes it's the teams if they want to move on from that player. And what would the team say? Right? Okay. Would, would a team have a message board, or what, how would they kind of go out and say, right? You know, I think Char- the Charlie Bigwigs is. I think is the free. Sometimes players will go out there and go on Twitter or go out there in the press and say, I'm, I'm <clears> looking <throat> for a move. There's been there's been rumours this this week that Devante Adams, the Raiders player, who's under contract to the Raiders for another. Three years, I think. Um, so apparently, 
the guy who plays the New York Jets who wore number 17, which is Devante's number, yeah. has now given up his number 17. Right. And everyone's saying, oh, he wants to go back and play with Aaron Rodgers again, which is was, was his quarterback before he played for the Raiders at Green Bay. Yeah. So does that, um, you know... Devante says, I don't want to move. I'm, I'm quite happy. I think he, I think he's waiting to see what happens with the Raiders and who they pick for their head coach. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, that's one way of getting it, get a rumour out Because a player could be cut from a team. Like, so, you, as you've said before, um, a player can sign a three-year contract with a club, but, uh, you know, for $15 million, million um, five a season. And then after season one, when they've had the five million dollars, they can cut the contract. So yeah. that's what that's a club's prerogative. So yeah. what and can that's a player, the player do? becoming free agent? So but the, a player the, couldn't do that, could he? Could a player, player can't walk away from his contract? They, they can try and do that. They can right, hold okay. out and say, "I'm not going to play for you anymore. I want right. you to trade me." And that sometimes that <clears> works, <throat> and other times they end up holding out for the whole season. Right. Um, and then so so we've talked about trades. We've talked about free agents, and the third one is the draft. And obviously the draft comes along in. I think it's about April. End but it's of a April. draft. It's a draft for new players only. Yeah, or? draft is for yeah, brand new yeah, players. Yeah. Okay. So they're the, they're the three ways. But um, I mean, most of, most of the teams will never look the same as they looked like on the other day. Yeah. So a lot of players are saying this is the last time I'm probably going to play with this group of players. Yeah. I'd say probably about a third to a half will be there next season, and then the other half will be brand new players drafted. That's- and the thing is, as well, that's a regular thing within the sport, isn't it? So if you, if we again going back to to football or soccer, um, it might be that a team at the end of the season wants to buy four new players and maybe let five go. Um, but in essence, if it's a squad of twenty-two, you've probably still got a good core fourteen, fifteen players together, which would probably be I don't know seventy-five percent of the team would still be the same the season after. But I suppose with NFL, it could be as much as fifty percent of the team. Yeah, would, but yeah, ab- okay. absolutely, absolutely. It, it turns over a lot. No longer are the days where play you'd often get like a core group of players yeah. over the years who will stay together. The Raiders had this core group of defensive players who, who stayed together for ten years. Pittsburgh Steelers had, this, had, a, had, a, had a, a group of players called the Steel Curtain who were defensive players. They all stayed together for a lot of years, but um, no longer do. You get that but it's going to be interesting to see what the Jags do so they're going to have to make a decision on whether they're going to offer Josh Allen new contract because they can offer him a contract now even though he's got a year left yep. um, and, and and obviously Travis Etienne's another one there's loads of players who they need to decide are we going to give them a new contract or are we going to let them walk or are we going to cut them um, and, and so there's you know there's obviously a lot of decisions to be made but the one, what, I, what I do want to say is so we all know Trevor Lawrence quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars he's had three years he's had three years they're going to have to make a decision on Lawrence next season as to whether to extend him yeah. so I've got the shirt on of Blake Balls yeah. who was a previous Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback mm-hmm. uh, much maligned not many people like him I'd love to get his name off the back of this shirt as we've yeah. talked about a few times yeah. so if someone said to you would you after three years of Lawrence or three years of Bortles, which ones, which one of those players would you like as the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars? Oh, you're going to come up with some absolutely ridiculous bit of information here and, and facts. After uh, three uh, years, fella, who got the most touchdowns? You're going to say Bortles, aren't you? Yeah, seventy-five to Bortles, sixty-nine to Trevor Lawrence, right? Right. What was the age though of those? Uh, they're, the... they're both coming out of college, so they're both oh, around about the same wow, age. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow. Lawrence came out as a number one draft pick, number one in the first round. Yeah. Bortles came out. At, I'm guessing here, late first, early second. So why do you want the name off the back of your shirt? Because he was a disaster for the Jags, mainly. I mean, I, I saw him play a few times at Wembley. He had one really, really good game at Wembley where they scored forty odd points against Indianapolis. But other than that, he didn't have a he didn't have a good time in in the in the, in the Jags. And most players felt that he held the Jags. You remember the days of Saxonville? You've heard of all about Saxonville, yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. Saxonville. Yeah. So they had a brilliant defense, and a lot of people think they didn't do very well at the time because they had balls as quarterback. So them facts you've given me, they're not just his Jacksonville career. Then. This is no. This is his first three years at Jacksonville. Lawrence's first three years, Bortles first three years. So it's like for life. Wow. So, so, so let me go through them, right? Lawrence, 69 touchdowns, Bortles, 75, six more, right? Yeah. Lawrence, 60 turnovers, so 60 interceptions, if you like. Yeah. Bortles, 63, nothing in it. No. Both the same. Um, passing yards, Lawrence, 11,490, Bortles, 11,241. Now nothing in it. 700 it, yeah. yards over three seasons. Um, rushing yards, so they both had a bit of a bit of legs on yeah. them. Lawrence, 954 yards rushing. Bortles, 1,088 yards rushing. Bortles rushes for more, slightly wow. more yards. The only big difference is 
Lawrence won 20, lost 30. Bortles won 11, lost 34. So the only difference is the one loss record. Yeah, but when you look at that, it's it's a team game, isn't it? Yeah. So I, so he really, it's he, he played for the Jags at a poor time. Well, he had he had a superb defense, but he didn't make the most of what he could do on offense. And uh, for but me, did he have MJD? Yeah, so he caught the back end of MJD. Yeah, right, okay. So he had MJ. I'm fairly sure he had MJD running for him, and he had a couple of half decent receivers, but. Everyone thought back then the Jags should have done a lot more, and we used to like we. I'll be honest, going to, going down to see the Jags every year down at Wembley, and I think I'm sure you came. You you've definitely seen Bortles play. Oh, definitely, yeah, 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 have, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we used we were looking forward to them moving on from Bortles. Well, we felt who, 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 who was the quarterback on my very first game? Was that for? Uh, I don't no. think that was Bortles. That was in 2012 against Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it was Bortles, but it, I mean, it could have been. I don't no, know. No, who was the? Uh... All right, okay. Fair we'll have to check that out, fellow. We'll have to check it. I think for me, right? Despite those stats, yeah. I agree with you. I would want Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's he's had three years of his contract. He goes into his fourth year next year, and really, what the Jags need to do is they make a, need to make a decision on him next year because they can extend him for a fifth year. But then he's a free agent. So what normally happens with somebody they really want to keep during their fourth year or during the preseason before the fourth year, they'll offer him a big contract and he'll instead of making however million he's making at the moment, he'll start making 45, 50 million. But that means there's less money for everybody else then. But mm-hmm. Jag for me, Lawrence is still the future. His bad play lately has been a little bit to do with him, but a lot to do with his two injuries that we know he's been carrying and some. Um, yeah, he's always in the wars. I mean, <laughs> what would you? I mean, you, 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 would you would you put any um, anything up towards the coach? At, you know, at his door for the the way he is, or is no, no. I mean, a lot of people criticised Doug Marone this week. I mean, he's just got he's just gone through a series where they've lost five out of six games. When probably you would look at the schedule and think that at least win three of them. If they'd have won three of them. They'd have probably have the number two seed. Um, and now they're out of the playoffs. So, um, I mean, Marone's got something to answer for. I don't think he's going to get sacked or anything daft like that. Marone? Yeah, Doug Marone. Pedersen. Doug Marone. Eh? Doug Marone, the Jags coach. Is, is that his full name? I think it's Doug Marone. It's yeah. Pedersen. Doug Pedersen. Oh, yeah, it is. You dig that, but yeah, what are you talking about? Where did I get Doug Marone from? I don't even know who Doug Marone is. Can I just say? And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. Doug Pedersen is. Who is Doug Marone? I have no idea, but he's not in the playoffs. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, ex Jaguars coach? Oh, well, so. Ex Jaguars, that's why. I'm, off. I, I did this a couple of weeks ago. I think I said Doug Marone halfway through. It's Doug Pedersen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doug Pedersen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean. The, the, how embarrassing! Um, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not editing that out. I better take. Makes I better me, me, me sound good. Take me Jack's shirt off for that. <laughs> yeah, but you, have you got Raiders on under there? Um, We're so, not mentioning them this year. This oh, week. Of course, of course, yeah. Okay. So, so there you go. I think. So, I, I, for me, very, very sad for the Jags. Um, we, they should have been in the playoffs. They aren't. They'll regret this chance, but they need to extend Lawrence. I think they need to sign Josh Allen. And Travis Etienne, I'd think I'd stick on to him, but uh, who knows? Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. It is Baldy and the big fella. I am, of course, the big fella. The Baldy is the person sat to my right with no hair. Hence the uh, the name. There you go. If you do want to follow us, like, share, whatever we do, please uh, follow us. That's the first thing you need to do. Is follow us at uh, it is Baldy and TBF, and that is across X. Uh, your Facebook and Instagram, and then of course like and share and tell somebody that uh, that you know that maybe likes NFL. Don't listen to us, and let's get the numbers up because uh, that'd be really really good. Um, and of course you can drop us an email as well. It is uh, Baldy and TBF at uh, outlook.com if you do want to email us. Just to remind you as well that once the um, the the, the, the um, playoffs has finished and we get to the Super Bowl, <laughs> then. Um, uh, and it's all over, and then we start pining for more. Uh, we will be inviting you, the fans, on to come and join us on Baldy and the Big Fella and have a chat. That's something to look forward to. There you go. Uh, right, so what are we doing now? Okay, well, still talking about the playoffs, fella. Playoffs? Teams play, all the teams trying to get to the playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit about um, Saints v Falcons. Yeah. So... 
Saints v Falcons were both relying on Tampa Bay getting beat. Yeah. Unfortunately, Tampa Bay won 9-0 against Carolina, the team you guys beat the week before. So Carolina yeah. went two weeks running where they didn't score any points at all. Do you think, they've got, tw- do you think they've got the draft in mind? <laughs> well, you, well, they haven't because they would they would get the number one pick, but they traded it away last year to Chicago. Oh, of course, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's not a good, uh, a good thing for Carolina. But yes, I was watching the Saints-Falcons game. I, well, I saw the end of it. And uh, I don't know whether you saw what happened at the no. very, very end. So, um, so basically, the Saints have won it. I think it's something like 42-17. Yeah. And uh, Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Saints, used to be a, a coach of the Raiders. I, I said I wouldn't mention the Raiders, but I have. Um, so Dennis Allen sends his team on to go into victory formation. You, you know victory formation, don't you? Absolutely not. Do you know when they stand there and they just does, the quarterback just takes a knee and lets the clock yes, run out? Yes, right? yes, That's yes. victory formation. Oh, OK. So okay. he sends his backup quarterback on because yeah. he obviously doesn't want to risk Derek Carr in case he pulls a groin or something, taking a knee. <clears> yeah. And uh, so Janus Winston, who is not a quarterback I particularly like, it's probably a long story around that, but anyway, Janus Winston goes in and he tells him, Janus, you're taking a knee, running out the clock. Janus Winston's over the years has been known as being a bit of a law unto himself. He's oh. not particularly well liked. He played at Tampa for a lot of years. He got, um, in fact, he, he played at Florida State College. They, they, he, 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 there was all sorts of going on in Florida State over the years, which probably Google him and you'll probably find out. It's not nice stuff. Not stuff I want to talk about on this podcast. Anyway, he goes to Tampa in the NFL. He plays a few seasons there, throws far too many interceptions. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a gobby quarterback. Nobody really likes him, I don't think. He goes to the Saints, plays a couple of seasons at Saints, then he goes to back up with the Saints. And this is his last probably his last game for the Saints, regardless of what I'm going to tell you. So he goes out there and he's told, take a knee, Janus, we're just running out the clock. Janus decides that because his running back hasn't scored a touchdown all year, they're going to line up to take a knee. And so the other team are obviously thinking, oh, we're just taking an eight. Yeah, okay, the oh, game's okay, over. Okay. And what he does, he hands it off to the running back who runs in for a touchdown. And that is absolutely a no-no. It, 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 so that that is that is so it's not even gamesmanship. That is you do not do that. Yeah, that's like me saying, like in, in soccer, saying I'll pass it back to your keeper and taking the ball and running at the box and putting it in the net. Right. So like when a play in, in soccer when a player's Kind of down injured, the the team opposite kicks the ball out. The the the, the general the gentleman thing to do is to throw the ball back yeah. to their player, yeah. uh, and it's that kind of thing. Yeah. But, right, okay. Yeah. So so basically, the, the Falcons defenders are all saying, "Yeah, we're taking a knee. We're going to shake your hands in a couple of seconds." And basically, Janus decides, and he reckons the rest of the team said it as well. He decides he's going to hand the ball off, and the and basically the, the the guy runs in for a touchdown, his first touchdown of the season. He was one of the top scorers last year, and. Uh, that's it. I mean, so the, to the so what happens at that point then? Is it like it's a, a bit? I, I know that, but is it like a tumbleweed and everyone can't believe it, or is it like holy hell, it's broken out? I don't think people really knew until afterwards what had really gone on. Um, you know, it was only after. I mean, commentators were saying we're calling it for a touchdown, but then it was only when they actually looked at it and said, "Hang on, the the." The Saints were taking knees here. Well, they, you can't do that. Well, you can do it, but you shouldn't do it. Yeah. So anyway, the, the the clock runs out, and Arthur Smith, who was the Atlanta Falcons coach, <coughs> soon, soon to be ex Falcons coach, he yeah. got sacked two hours later. Yeah. He runs on the pitch towards Dennis Allen, the New Orleans coach, and you can see he's effing and Jeff <laughs> on the replays. The cover his mouth, you know, like the blur his yeah, mouth yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah. The, and and honestly, I thought it was all going to kick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was. Yeah, <laughs> a bit like that. Wow. So, so, just why, why then did the coach think? Did the coach think it was the coach that had actually instructed yeah. him to do so, it? Right. So yeah, because okay. it all happened in the moment. The coach thought he just sent him on there and said, and he was running up the score, and he just thought, "I'm just going to really rub your nose." <sighs> Bear in mind, okay. these are divisional rivals, so they'll play twice again next year. Yeah. This is not over. This, even though Arthur Smith's gone on, you know, to another team, probably yeah. this yeah. is not over between these two teams. It'll wow. gonna, this is gonna run and run, but not a good look for the New Orleans Saints. Janus Winston, there's a there's a couple of commentators said they should have cut Janus Janus Winston on the spot. They should have said, you know, in the dressing rooms, you cut. Well, he's he's not going to be a Saints player next year anyway. If he's going to be a player for anybody, I don't know. I mean, you know, but it, yeah, not not a good look. Wee. Unbelievable. So anyway, on to um, another two teams 
looking to get into the um, playoffs. Yes. So Miami versus Buffalo, as we've already said, there was absolutely more Buffalo fans in there than Miami. They were very, very noisy. And we've, we've witnessed that first hand yeah, at Tottenham. Brilliant, brilliant. So basically, it was a, whoever won, won the division. Whoever lost was in the playoffs, but they were going to be in you know, a lower seed. Yeah. And bearing in mind, Miami a couple of weeks ago were playing Baltimore to get the number one seed, and they lost. They've had a really bad run as well of re- recent, and Buffalo have won four on the trot. But it was played in Miami in 75, 80 degrees. So bearing in mind, it's chucking it down in Baltimore, like, you know, up the coast. Yeah. And in Miami, it's 75, 80 degrees. Miami are seven and one at home. Buffalo are three and five away. Buffalo have had a terrible beginning of the season. They've lost loads of their good players. The game we went to at Tottenham, they lost Matt Milano, a really good linebacker. Um, and over the season, they've lost loads of really good players. But the Buffalo have got a really good defence, even without Milano. They're top five in points allowed per game. They're at the top of the, well, one of the top teams in sacks, 53. Um, also top in takeaways, 29. You know, the other week when I said the five takeaway games is a lot, mm. five takeaways in one game. So Buffalo are one of the top teams in takeaways and only have 29 in 17 games. Wow. So that's why five in a game is, is really, really high. Yeah. But Dolphins lead the league in the most in, in the best rushing offence. So it, it's a really good defence against a really, really good offence. But the Dolphins have got quite a lot of injuries, as have Buffalo. So at the beginning of the game, it was, it was bizarre. Tua picked off on the first drive by Christian Benford of the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo get the ball. Josh Allen intercepted by Eli, Eli Apple in the end zone. So Buffalo get it back. Josh Allen intercepted um, by Elliott in the end zone. So twice he's intercepted in the end zone, mm-hmm. going going for points. Um, Devon Devon Aitchen got to get to twenty five yard um, touchdown for Miami to go seven nil up. Um, Josh Allen's then he threw, he's going to throw a touchdown and the ball's tipped and it loops up like a roller coaster and his and his player just to say catches it in the end zone so a bizarre play but then it, it's basically seven seven Miami seven Buffalo seven then would you believe Buffalo not only have they got loads of injuries they get three more injuries in the game so this is going to have a, an issue going into the, the playoffs later on later on next week Gabe Davis wide receiver goes out with an injury Rasul Douglas the cornerback goes out with an injury Terrell Dodds linebacker goes out with an injury so they're banged up all over the place Miami go down the field third and one in the red zone Tua to Tyreek Hill touchdown Miami of 14-17 up um Buffalo then get the ball first and 10 with less than 10 seconds. Allen throws to Johnson. He stopped at the one-yard line. They have no timeouts, so the clock ticks off and they go into halftime. Miami 14, Buffalo 7. Buffalo could easily have had at least three touchdowns there. There was two interceptions from Allen and also one where the, the clock runs out. So it was a case of where I thought Buffalo would win the game because I, you know, I think the, the probably at this stage of the season they're the better team, but they'd done everything they could possibly do in that first half to lose that game, and they were lucky to already go in fourteen and seven, fourteen to seven. Now Miami eleven and zero when leading at half time this season, so they don't lose if they're leading at half time. Yeah. So you know everyone's thinking, oh God, you know Buffalo have lost the chance. Um, but anyway, it comes back out. Miami then lose one of their top linebackers, Andrew Van Ginkel. So now they've lost three, three, three of their best linebackers. Yeah. Three defensive ends or linebackers. They've lost three of the best ones uh, over the last second half of the season. They lost Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb. They're both already out. And apparently Van Ginkel is going to at least miss next week's game. Um, Buffalo third and thirteen um, inside the, their thirty. There's a sack fumble. So again, Buffalo give the ball away. The, 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 the Miami defensive end, Christian Williams, comes up and literally takes the ball out of Josh, Josh Allen's hands. So he's already thrown two interceptions. He's let the clock run out in the second in the first half and then he gets the ball taken away from him. It's not looking good for Buffalo. At this stage, you're thinking, how on earth are Buffalo going to win this? They're doing everything they can uh, to, 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 to lose it. Goes into the fourth quarter. This is the highlight of the game for me. So Miami punt down the other end of the field on Buffalo's own five-yard line. Deontay Harty gets the ball and runs for 95 yards up the <sighs> up the left-hand side for a touchdown for, for Buffalo. Jeez. So at this point, it's the longest punt return in, in Buffalo Bills history. Yeah. So the fans were really were doing their shout, shout, you know, Buffalo Bills shout. Yeah. It's 14 all. Um, Buffalo get the ball back, second and goal. Allen... Uh, passes to Dawson, knocks his tight end, he's tackled, um, tackle going into the end zone, so he gets a touchdown. So at this point, it's Buffalo 21, Miami 14. Um, 
So Buffalo really now just want to keep the ball and run yeah. out the clock. So they get the ball back. They convert on a fourth and one. They then convert on a third and 13. Josh Allen runs with the ball. So this game, you're seeing the best and worst of Josh Allen, yeah. the quarterback of, of Buffalo. Um, eventually, they go for it on fourth and one. Buffalo, this is. And they're short. So Miami get the ball with no timeouts. One minute, 53 seconds left. And they're on their own 37-yard line. And would you believe Miami on second and 10, Tua throws an interception to Taylor Rapp, another really, really good defensive player for the uh, Buffalo Bills. So basically rolls out with Buffalo winning the game 21 to Miami 14. So Miami lose their first game of the season wow. where they've led at half time. And uh, I mean, Buffalo did not play well. Uh, loads of mistakes. I can't believe they'll make loads of mistakes next week. But they hung in there. And on the back of Josh Allen, who ended up with 30 completions off 38 passes for 359 yards and two touchdowns, all I would say is the Buffalo defence were absolutely awesome in the second half. Well, well, we need to do this then. The Bills make me wanna <laughs> kick your heels up and <laughs> throw your hands up and <laughs> throw your head back and <laughs> come on now. Yeah. The Bills <laughs> Wow! So there you go, the Bills. Uh, so do we, uh, do we have to? Do we have to? Uh, we so can do. We can talk about Black can, Monday now. Do we, I don't need to do Playoffs. anymore. Do I? Are we, are we okay? We're just going to go straight for that button there. Should I press that button there? Go on then. Go on then. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So it is uh, Baldy and the big fella. And, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch, you can do. It is, of course, Baldy and uh, TBF at Outlook.com. That is our email address. And if you want to follow us on socials, tell somebody as well. Uh, tell tell five people there you go to follow us. And that's across uh, X, Instagram, and on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, it'd be great to hear from you as we continue with Baldy and the big fella over the coming weeks as well. Right, so what are we doing now? Black Monday, fella. Oh, is, oh, is this? the coach thing yeah oh come on I'm looking forward to this so we there was already a few coaches had been fired yep Raiders fired theirs mid-season Josh McDaniels Chargers fired theirs after getting beat 65-0 or 63-0 by the Raiders yep um, Carolina fired theirs before they'd not scored in two games so nothing changed after firing the coach so there was three that were already being fired I've already mentioned Mike Vrabel got fired of Tennessee after beating the Jags yep. which was that was probably the surprise of the week well Surprise until the one that happened today. Washington fires Ron Rivera, so he's been coached for about three or four seasons. Atlanta fired their fighting coach, Arthur Smith, you know, the guy who came on to have a, to, to have a go at Dennis Allen. <clears throat> so uh, we've got basically seven or eight coaches fired. There's a few that we're still waiting on. We know... It's anyone's guess what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still under contract for the Patriots, but now Mike Vrabel's on the uh, you know available. It could very well be that Vrabel might be looking to come into um, into the New England. I'd have him for the Raiders definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian Dayball of the Giants. He's still a Giants coach, but he hasn't had a very very good season. So um, I have no idea what's going to happen with him. I thought Bears coach might have got fired. Matt Aberflus. He's still a Bears coach. Yeah. The, but would you believe this fella? The Jacksonville Jaguars fired all of their defensive coaches. Wow. So everybody who coached that debacle that was the last five, six weeks where the the defenders all forgot forgot how to tackle. Um, you know they've they've all who, been who, given. So who fires them then? Is it is it Doug well, or Morales or whatever you call the, him? The general uh, manage, manager manager right, Trent. Okay. I think it's for the Jags. I think it's Trent Bulky. Um So I think the general manager fires them, or it could it could be Shad Khan could come in and say get rid of them. I mean, he could very well have said get rid of them. More likely, Trent Bulky would have done it for the. But but it wouldn't be. So so would they tell the coach Doug Doug Pedersen that he's the get the going and he's got no say in it? Or shoot, do they not consult him? Um... I think it depends on the team. It depends on the relationship. Um, some wow. some coaches might be consulted. Others, it might not be. I wouldn't be surprised if they've had a chat with um, Doug Pedersen. <laughs> well done. Well done, well um, done. I wouldn't be surprised if they've had a chat with Doug Pedersen right, okay, and yeah. they've realised that they, there's a big issue. They've got some real good talent on that defence, but they don't play like that talent. But I think you've got some breaking news for us, haven't well, you, yeah, I mean, coach a, well, What are we on now? We're on uh, 9 o'clock in the UK time. It's Wednesday, and an hour ago it was all over every outlet that um, that Pete Carroll um, has, has left. Seahawks. 
The Seahawks. Apparently, uh, the reason for it as well is that he said that he wasn't a big fan of the lime green top. No And way. they said, they said, listen, sunshine, we, listen, we can deal with all the, the the bad games and the losses, but when you come out and say that you don't like the green top, then we've got to let you go. You see, I, I really like Pete Carroll as a coach. So yeah. He used to be coach of University of Southern California, and then um, there was a whole load of hoo-ha going on about them breaking some of the rules, and he jumped ship to the Seattle Seahawks and won a Super Bowl with Seattle, took them to a, at least another one, I remember of. Mm-hmm. Um, he always seems to put a competitive team on, even when even when they're struggling. I mean, he had one of the best defences ever seen up in Seattle, and then they lost a lot of the players, either they retired or they moved on to other teams. But he was able to rebuild. He's got another good defence there now. Um, they, they came one game away from, from getting into the playoffs. Okay. But he's getting on a bit. I mean, he's he must be in his... Mid to late seventies, I would say. Okay. Um, but he's, he coaches like he's a, like he's one of the lads. He's, a, he's yeah. like a kid. Um, having said that, going on to Mike McDaniel, so our our weird Miami <laughs> Dolphins coach. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. By the way, update: I haven't watched anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we won't go on to hard knocks. Well, what, what I would say on this week's hard knocks, I've noticed this for the last couple of weeks. When he when he's in his when he's in the the the, the conference room and he's talking to the players, yeah. they keep showing pictures of players that have got the hoodies and they've got the hoods up. They sat there just looking uh, in the, space, the, and the shoulders going up and down. <laughs> I think I think he might have lost some of his team. I think a lot of them are starting to say, "Oh God." We're getting a bit sick of this. Yeah, I but, mean. If, but look at the, they've, they've, they've only just lost the last game of the season, the, the yeah. first game of the season. So it, it, they can't have that much disrespect for him. No, they, they lost the last game of the season, but it, it was only the first one they've lost at home. That's they, what, oh, yeah, right, they were three yeah, and five on the road. So, right, okay. You know, they, yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah, lost. Yeah. I think yeah. they finished eleven and eleven and five or something right, okay, like that. Okay. Somewhere along, somewhere, somewhere like that. But um, so yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's probably a few more coaches still to be fired as well. So right. so what will happen? What will happen over the next six weeks? Is a number of coaches who who are now available, and yeah. other coaches will be getting interviewed and then be hired. But I think there's a ruling now whereby I don't think they're allowed to start hiring until we get to the towards the Super Bowl because some of the teams, some of the coaches that were getting interviewed, were preparing their teams for the for the playoffs. So yeah. you know, it's kind of it's like one of them things where I think they've got to slow it down a little bit. Um, but no, it'll be interesting to see. There'll be a lot of changes in coach-wise. And then obviously those coaches will then want to hire their own offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators and all the rest of the staff. So there's a lot to there's a lot to go on. But anyway, looking at next week for the playoffs, um, so one of our listeners, Dave, who's a Buffalo fan, um, good mate of mine, he likes to have a bit of a dabble on the on the on the, he likes to have a little bit of a bet on the on the actual games. And he said to me, What do you think? Baldy, the temperature and the wind could have on a particular game, and I said, "Oh, I wonder. I wonder why is that? Because he's, he's looking at the points, you know, the total points scored." And <laughs> yeah. so, check this out, fella. I mean, I couldn't go believe on, this. On, so, in Kansas City, Kansas City, the weekend, a plane against Miami. Poor old Miami. There's no place like home. <laughs> poor There's old... no place like home. <laughs> so, poor old Miami are coming from 75, 80 degrees yeah. to go and play in Kansas City, and would you believe that the temperature? In Kansas City, I've gone on the BBC weather weather app to get this. At eight o'clock, when it kicks off on Saturday night, in our temperature, so in centigrade, yeah. is going to be minus sixteen. What? And a wind chill of minus twenty-two. And for those over in the states, apparently that's about four degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. So it is going. I mean, I, I don't, I've never experienced minus sixteen in this country. The, the the worst I've ever seen is minus eight. So I got up one morning at six o'clock to go off to other side of the country for work and it was minus eight on my car and it took us half an hour to thaw it out and that was absolutely freezing it's going to be they're going to play 60 minutes of football three hours in minus 16 wind chill minus 22 degrees centigrade do you know what can i just say i expected you when you said that i thought dave was a serial better on temperatures in cities <laughs> so he wasn't he wasn't saying to you uh, listen baldy uh, i'm not so much bothered about <laughs> how the Chiefs play but I've got a I've got a 74 74 favourite on uh, on minus 6 uh, what do you reckon shall I put a 5 on it or something I'll have a 5 <laughs> on your cockles getting thrown frozen <laughs> off it's a family show keep it clean I'm telling you <laughs> Shall we talk briefly about the games at the weekend? Uh, yes, because we're going to have then. to find one to pick a. Pick yeah, a... go on then. So, oh, we've got the... okay. so these the games. We've got the Cleveland Browns on the road. They should have been playing the Jags. They're now playing the Texans. Yeah, I think the Browns are um, the Browns are the favourites for that. 
um, because they've got a really good defence and got Joe Flacco. We talked about him last week. We like Joe Flacco, but um, just hit the uniform. It, yes, but they're going to be playing in white, and That's the Texans fine. are going to have, probably have their lovely dark blue. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a really good game. That's the first game of the weekend, and I, I quite fancy the Browns to probably turn over the Texans, but. We shall see. Mm-hmm. The big game, the minus 16 game, is yeah. going to be the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs are four and a half point favourites. I think the Chiefs are going to destroy the Dolphins. Yeah, Even though I the do. Chiefs yeah, haven't had a great end of the season, Dolphins are not going to yeah, be able to cope with that. I would agree with you on that. They're going to have to come up with a really good game plan to play in the cold. Then on Sunday, we're going to have the Steelers going to play at the Buffalo Bills. Um, Steelers are going to, they've got their best defensive player, TJ Watt, out injured. Yeah. The Bills are absolutely rolling. If Josh Allen can control his enthusiasm and not throw so many interceptions, yeah. I think the Bills hopefully will probably win that fairly comfortably. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, really good pack game is the Green Bay Packers, who have had a really good end of season, are on the road to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas haven't lost at home for about a season and a half, two seasons. Is that, and that's Sunday? Yeah, that's Sunday what, what time at 9, 9.30 hour time. Okay. Um, okay. So that'll be, what, 4.30 in the States. That'll be a really good game. Um, Cowboys are seven and a half point favourites, so there's a lot of bookies seem to think the Cowboys will win easy. But the Packers have the, the quarterback Jordan Love is playing superb, so he's taken over from Aaron Rodgers, yeah. who took over from Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, two Green Bay legends. Jordan Love could well be a future legend of Green Bay as well. Might yeah. be a bit too soon for him, but it'll be a cracking game. Game for me, the re- most interesting game because. One of these is potentially could be playing the 49ers the week after. The LA Rams are going to be on the road against the Detroit Lions. So the uh, the Lions are three-point favourites, but you've got about three seasons ago, they swapped quarterbacks. So um, Jared Goff was the Rams quarterback and Matt Stafford was the Lions quarterback. La- Stafford's a bit older than Goff and basically they traded quarterbacks and a few other things. It wasn't seen as a fair trade. What's happened is Matt Stafford's gone on to win a Super Bowl for the Rams Jared Goff has gone from being okay, maybe below average, to being really, really good for the Detroit Lions. So it's, if you like, it's the battle of the two traded quarterbacks. And uh, I am kind of want Detroit to win that because I, if the Rams win, they're probably going to be playing the 49ers. And we've already played them twice this season, um, albeit one of them was the other was just this weekend and they were playing with backups. Um, but I think the Rams have got a decent team. And the, but the Lions at home... I'd like to think the Lions could do it, but they, they blew it at Thanksgiving and they've blown a few other games at home this season, so who knows. And then the final game, which is oh, a weird game. Neither of these teams, based on the last five games of the season, probably should be in the playoffs, in my opinion. But uh, the Philly, Philadelphia Eagles are going to play in Tampa against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Eagles have lost five of the last six, but they were so good earlier on the season, they hadn't lost until they got beat by the 49ers. Uh, no, they'd only lost one until they got beat by the 49ers. Um, Philly are three-point favourites, but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't know to pick on are that we, one. Are we going for that game? Is that the game we're going for? Or? Well, we need to find one that we disagree. I mean, what are we well, going would, for? Are you going I'll, for the Buccaneers? I, yeah. Right, well, that's, we'll have it then. I'm going to right, go for I'd go for the Bucs. So, last week, we just, just going back on last week's prediction. Yeah. You predicted that... Um, Jacksonville. The, oh, no, it wasn't the Jags, was it? No, it was the Buffalo Bills against Miami. You picked Buffalo before I could. Yeah. Buffalo won, so you got the prediction right. And you were really close as well, so it finished um, <clears throat> It finished 21-14, and I think you had your usual 24-17. Yeah. Not that you were using any powers of your prediction well, methods I'm, I'm since I, you've I, had 24-17 I, I about 10 times Well, I am going to actually surprise you this week. Go on then. So you want, we're going to have Eagles versus the Buccaneers, Monday yeah. Night Football... Give us a pen so I can write this down. I'll give you a, <laughs> I'll give you a pencil. You've dropped it, haven't you? Oh, here. There's somebody here. Go on, give it then, fella. So I'm going to give the... Um, Tampa Bay? Uh, <laughs> Come on. No, you had to ask me the other team first. Who are you having? Ask me the other team first. Philadelphia. 17. Oh. <laughs> it was only funny the first week. Go no, on. I'm not, no, Tampa Bay. Uh, 27. 27-17. You've, you've had 27-17 before as well. No, but... I have not. Okay. Then. So I'm going to go Philadelphia... Can I change it? Go on, then. I'm going to go 27-19. 27. That's a more difficult score to hit 19, but Is go it... on, then. Well, we can, you can have it. People have got no, 19 no, no, points before. No, it was second. 2019 the other week, so there was a game that was 2019. So No, let me think about this. No, I... Uh... The game will start in five days, fella. Come on. And I'll stick with 17. So right. 17, so 27. 27, 17. And I'm going to go Philadelphia 21, 
Tampa Bay 13. So Really? Yeah, I think Philly are going to turn Eight them points. Over. Yeah, um, Tampa Bay just... I mean, they, they turned over the Jags quite comfortably, mm. but they only beat Carolina 9-0, three field goals. Right. I mean, not looking good. Neither team looked good, but, you know, there you go. So we're going to do the quiz? We're going to have to do the quiz because time is chopping on, sir. Time is chopping on. Uh, right, so here we go then. Um, pick us a number. Um, I will have number 55. Number 55. That is the page number. <laughs> Oh, hang on a second. What's going on here? Right, P55. Okay. Oh, they are questions. They are questions. Right, so come on then. Give us... It's between... Oh, uh, no, no, you oh. can't. It's 171 or 180. So you want 175? Yeah, go on. Oh, okay. okay. Let me have a read of it first so I don't mess it up. Oh, you're going to know this well, one. pick a different one then. <sighs> Fella, I'm, I'm happy to hear you. I'm not bothered if I get it right. I just, we'll learn something. Okay, then. Uh, this is all about... Uh, the Indiana, Indiana, the Colts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in what year were the Indianapolis Colts founded in their original city? Ooh, so they came from Baltimore. So they were Baltimore Colts originally. Right, okay. I'll get you. I'm gonna go. Do you want the? Do you want the actual? Go on then. Go, right, okay. I'm gonna write down what I think. I'm gonna what I'm gonna go say on. before you say it, and then. You can barely see it with this pen light, but go on then. Okay, so. Yeah. The options are 1953, 1963, or 1973. Right. I'm going to go 1963. It's 1953. Oh, I wrote 1960, actually. I wrote. Did you? So I was in the right ballpark. You were in the, you were in the right <laughs> ballpark. Yeah. What are you going for, fella? Um, I will go for a hundred and two. Page 102? Yeah. There's no questions. Pick another one. Lower, <coughs> lower. Um, 87. 87, right. We have... Okay, you want a qu any question? Um, what's the numbers? 61 to 70. I'll go 69. 69. Number of your first ever Jacksonville Jaguars shirt? Absolutely. So. Which head coach was the has the nickname The Genius? Oh. Is it... Bill Walsh, ex-coach of the 49ers. Bill Parcells, ex-coach of the Giants. Bill Belichick, ex-coach, well, current coach of the New England Patriots. I'm, I'm just going to take a guess at Belichick. It is Bill Walsh, 49ers <laughs> coach. Who that, that was when I first got into the 49ers back in the day. Joe, Joe Montana, um, Jerry Rice, you know, all the likes of them. But uh, there you go. Okay, Knowledge fair. for you there, fella. Oh, I like a bit of knowledge. So, are uh, you going to watch any games at the weekend? Yeah, or what? I'm, I'm, yeah, I think um, I might watch the Packers. Yeah, I think that. I mean, every, I think they're all in, interesting games in their own right. The Packers ones against the Cowboys. Sam, Sam's already said he, he's he's not going to predict the Cowboys win because every time he predicts the Cowboys win, they always lose. So he's predicting the Packers. But I'm like, why would you like pick the other team then? Are you, you want your prediction to come true, or do you really want your team to win? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Fair it's enough. crackers. Uh, right, uh, just uh, very quickly, uh, just to remind you that if you can, uh, then please do like, share, and follow us. It's Baldy and TBF, and that's across uh, X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to contact us via email, you can do it. Is Baldy and TBF at Outlook.com. And there we go, that is number 15 in the can. And what we calling it again? Um, 15 minutes of fame, was it? Yes. There we go, right. Okay. Our 15 minutes of fame. Our 15 is this, minutes is this, of fame. Is this, is this the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so until uh, week 16 or pod 16, I'll see you then. It's been a blast, fella. Cheers, mate.